Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. All I want to do here today is hopefully bring up some thoughts and considerations that whenever we find ourselves in, a, in, a, in grief, or maybe if you're in grief, some things to hopefully be encouraged by and be able to, to marinate on. But before we move any further, I wanted to read a passage in Isaiah 53 in the Old Testament because it just, there's, there's a lot of these passages throughout the Bible, but this one is one that reorients us and, and really, I think, outlines the reality that the God of the Bible is a God who um, experienced loss and suffering. Isaiah 53, 3 and 4 says, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. You know, for anyone who's hearing that for the first time, this this passage was written hundreds of years before Jesus showed up. But this is a foreshadowing of Jesus's experience on earth um, as he faced rejection and a lot of loss and suffering and pain and ultimately, right, an unjust death by um, by the worst kind of torture mechanism of the day, which was, and arguably in history, which was crucifixion. But the reality that I, I want to just point out there is that God, God has experienced grief. God has experienced loss. And so we have a God in Jesus who has experienced things that we have experienced. I mean, even if you've lost, like the worst loss I can think of is the loss of a child. And at least for me, when I imagine it, even God, if you think about it, God, if when we believe about the triune God, Father, Son, and Spirit, that God himself experienced a loss of a child in Jesus. And Jesus experienced unjust pain and suffering so that others could have life. And often we, we look at that story and we focus on the good, but I think it's important when we're talking about grief to notice that there was pain there, that there was loss there, that God himself endured the same sufferings and pains that we do. I think there's something to that that hopefully is comforting because at the end of the day, what that means is God understands you. Like, I can't honestly say that I understand you because I haven't experienced all that you've experienced, but God understands. God empathizes with you. God has been where you are. And I think that's why the God of the Bible is so powerful in this way, because we can, we can know that we are not alone. That we, that ultimately we follow after this suffering servant who models this way of amazing, robust, 
love that endured a lot of pain for our good. And so again, I think that's just, that's a point to, to ponder on and hopefully find solace in, 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 in maybe the darker and harder moments of life. You're not alone. That God has gone before you. God has suffered as well. That God is with you. He is this man of sorrows. He's acquainted with grief. One from whom men hid their faces. He was despised, although he was the son of God. And so you're not alone. And many of us, when we go through grief, there's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to simplify it too much, but I think there's those of us that we have a predisposition to, to be thinkers. And then there's others that have a predisposition to be more feelers. And the reality is we have to, we have to try to do both well in our grief, but there's going to be some that that maybe don't look like they're grieving because it's not really outward, but they're a thinker. And so they're trying to process what they're going through or, or they're just trying to move forward intellectually and have, and have a really hard time um, dealing with their grief emotionally. And then there's, there's others that are the opposite that are feelers that are deep feelers and are processing their grief emotionally maybe not as much intellectually or cognitively but but they're but they're they're processing it very viscerally in their bodies and and in their emotions and and I want to be clear neither is right or wrong that's not the point here the point is is that we all process things differently and it's helpful to know maybe where someone is at in their in their experience of grief cuz some people are going to be quieter some people are going to be more apt to share their feelings. And I think what happens sometimes is that the thinkers can tend to be overlooked because people assume maybe that they're okay, but in reality, they're just not sharing maybe some of their, their deep sense of loss outwardly as much. And so anybody who's experiencing immense loss, they're going to be experiencing it and, and it's not going to be fun. And I think they need support and encouragement and just honestly, just presence. Um, your presence, just being with. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.